0: Hello, and welcome to the Cast. This is a podcast featuring flash fiction of an atypical nature. These are stories that you won't hear anywhere else by very strange people. I'm your host, Norman Sherman. I'll be narrating these stories. Please feel free to send in your short fiction of an atypical nature to goatkeeper at hotmail.com. We'll do our best to get it on here. Our story today is The Coughing Dog by Norman Sherman. Yes, that's me. I thought it'd be delightfully pathetic to read my own story for the very first episode of the Drabblecast. So, without further ado, The Coughing Dog by Norman Sherman. We never expected snow when we came home for Christmas. It was Georgia. We gave up on white Christmases right about when we stopped believing in Santa Claus. This Christmas, however, completely abandoned any pretense of even a light frost. We got out of the car after driving home through the chilly night from Baltimore to be surrounded by an amiable welcoming party of 80-degree morning air. Now this is what I'm talking about, I said to my brother. Nobody ever says anything about the upside of global warming these pleasant little warm December mornings. ''I'll spray some cans of aerosol to that,'' replied Adam, as he pulled his luggage from the back of the station wagon. ''I wonder where everyone is?'' I asked. ''Oh, I just talked to Mom on the phone. She said she's picking up Zoe from the vet. Be back pretty soon.'' I sighed as I slung my backpack over my shoulder and locked the car door. ''Ah, little Zoe. You know, this will probably be the last time she'll ever be here when we come home.'' ''Oh, whatever,'' said Adam.'' Little Dee's got some spunk in her yet. I don't know, man. Last time I came home, that cough of hers was pretty bad. Yeah, that's what I heard, said Adam. Have you seen how fat she's gotten? Pop sent me a picture. That medication Mom has to give her makes her constantly want to eat. She's huge now. She doesn't even look like a shih tzu. She looks like a bloated, hairy little decrepit monster on tiny little legs. And why has Zoe always liked you best? I asked. I hope you don't say things like that to her face. I'm just playing, laughed Adam. She's still cute, just kind of in a swollen, feeble, ancient demonic sort of way. Later that morning, Mom came home with Zoe. Adam stopped watching TV and rolled over onto the floor as the little dog hobbled over to him and collapsed with a gravelly grunt, belly exposed for a long-anticipated rubbing. Well, hey. Hey, Ma, I said, kissing her cheek. You boys have a safe drive? Ugh, a long drive, especially for me. Adam slept most of the way. Bull crap!" called Adam from across the room, his voice rising from an orgy of heaving grunts, pants, and snorts from our little dog as Adam scratched his ears and rubbed her belly. What's for lunch, I asked. I've got some chicken and dumplings warming up, replied Mom. Pop should be home in half an hour. Just then, Zoe let out several thick, mucousy coughs, her back arching, her eyes bulging beyond belief with each painful heave. Adam, don't get her too worked up. Her cough is getting really bad, said Mom. She's really fat, I said, only realizing how obvious it sounded after the words were out of my mouth. It's that new medication from the vet. It makes her act really weird sometimes. It really worries me. No more belly rubs for you, little D, said Adam. We were all in the kitchen eating lunch. My dad was stressed out about work, but still happy to have us home, and at least trying to be in a good mood. So you guys still sharing a place up there, he asked. Yep, he's still on my couch, I replied. I just found a place last week close to school, though, said Adam. If it works out, I can sign the lease in the next few weeks after we get back. When does school start back? The 15th, but I have to be back for work on the 10th. Just then, Zoe, who had been surveying us from the floor, keeping a careful eye out to see if any scraps of food fell, lurched forward and started hacking deeply, bracing her legs out to support her weight as she struggled to find air between the thick, wet coughs. Quah, <coughs> <coughs> Adam grimaced and looked down at the dog with sympathetic eyes, while conversation resumed above the table. Oh, what about you, Matthew? When do you have to go back to work? Oh, why are you making me think about that now? My break just started. <coughs> <coughs> Something sharp and wet, like the sound of a soaked roll of toilet paper being slammed against a wall, broke Zoe's coughing. Yeah, um, I'll probably start back up the second week of... My voice was cut off by Zoe, punching out a gurgly attempt at a bark that was also half-fluid-filled cough. Bah. Bah. Adam's eyes filled with excitement. She said, Mama! Wow, exclaimed Mom. I haven't heard her do that in years. Are you sure it wasn't just her coughing? No, it was really clear. Bah. Bah, bah. Laughter erupted around the table. Mom had taught Zoe to say mama back when the pup was young, but it was always more of a joke because it barely sounded like the real words. Zoe continued. Her pace and volume increased, almost as if at first she was just discovering her vocal cords or trying to remember some ancient tongue. And now she'd gotten it. Laughter seemed to stop at once, as Zoe's grisly proclamation continued in short but loud rhythmic pulses, seeming unnatural and unreal. "'What's wrong with her?' Adam asked, having to pitch his voice high above the chanting Shih Tzu. "'It must be the medication. Yeah, it's that do medication from the vet. I'm taking her off of it,' replied Mom. "'What should we do?' I asked. Just then Zoe stopped barking. Pop started up. Thank. But he was cut off by Zoe once again. Hi. Hi. Was that a stutter? Was Zoe trying to speak? There was urine pooling beneath a talking dog. Her bulging, mucousy eyes rolled up into the back of her head. She stood rigid, defiant. I am legion, for we are many. We require new flesh. The moment felt frozen in time. I couldn't pull air into my lungs. I couldn't blink away the dryness in my eyes. None of us moved or spoke. Nothing moved or spoke, except whatever was behind Zoe's voice. We... Require new flesh, it repeated. The creature's head lolled to the side. Blood and saliva ran from its mouth and thickly cascaded to the tile floor. No, no, not me, whispered Mom. In my haze of shock, I turned to look at my mother. What was she saying? Her eyes were transfixed on the bleeding thing before us, as if it were speaking into her mind. But it just sat there, eyes of solid white, staring into space. She screamed, Dear God, not me! Zoe arched her back and readied herself for one final cough. Well, that was our story. I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, well, give us another shot. These won't all be stories about demons and chupacabers and aliens and things. Occasionally we'll have your story about a young protagonist going out in the world to find himself, discovering true love. It's just that I'll probably get attacked by a yeti along the way. Tune in next week for Episode 2 of Drabblecast. I'm your host, Norm Sherman, reminding you to please spay and neuter your pets. And while you're at it, maybe get them exercised. The player picks up his tip jar and drink, and the bartender shouts, last round. An hour ago, this place was loaded, and noise filled the room like the smoke, and laughter and curses spilled like leaves from a glass, words were all slurred when spoke. Yes, words were all splurred when spoke.